G'day everyone, I'm Jonathan Moran or JMO, and this is JMO Confidential, the podcast that brings the A-listers to you. Now, British pop superstar Rita Ora will call Australia home for the next few months. She's here shooting as a coach on the new season of The Voice, alongside Keith Urban, Jessica Malboy and Guy Sebastian. I caught up with her at the Sydney Opera House where she was filming a performance of her new single, Bang, for American late night talk show, The Tonight Show, with Jimmy Fallon. She's got a new EP out, also called Bang, with some cracking tracks, my favourite of which is a song called Big. It's uh, with David Guetta and Iman Beck. Here she is, Rita Ora. It's nice to actually see the industry actually blossom in this part of the world, to be honest. And like all the films I've been seeing being made and all the A-list actors sort of flying in. Every man like and his dog is here. Everyone, it's like, everyone's here. Yeah. And I think it's just about time Australia gets this amazing moment, yeah. you know. And it's beautiful to be able to like use the architecture and everything and do something like this at the Sydney Opera House and I'm like wow and it's going to be filmed you know across the world so it's going to be nice for people to see that yeah so this this what you're doing today this story will run to coincide with that oh cool so we can talk about why you chose the Opera House well it's just iconic I love I've never really actually been in the Sydney Opera House it's been one of my dreams to like perform there and now I wanted I was like let's do it here. I mean we're in Australia we might as well represent Yeah. and that's what I wanted to do so we decided to do it here because it's one of the most iconic buildings because of the way the world is at the moment as well we're so apart sort of bring Australia into people's lounge rooms all around the world yeah. is kind of yeah nice. and everyone knows about this hmm. Sydney Opera House so um, speaking about the new single yeah we watched the clip about five times <laughs> and listened to it when you fucking love the outfits oh thank you they're fun well we love dressing up I love a dress up. Yeah, but there's more than that. Just dressing up in this. No, yeah. Well, I like to downplay because I this feel isn't like just chucking on an outfit. No, we customed everything yeah. and we made it all work. But the cultural heritage yeah. of the outfits yeah. that you're wearing in the video clip, yeah, um, you can tell it means a lot. It has a lot of heart in there because the whole tra- traditional outfit is something that you wear like when you get married or when you have a positive sort of ceremony. And no one's really done that before, and it's really beautiful. And it's like so many layers and layers, and I don't know. I kind of wanted to just represent where I was from. In the, in so the it's a, a, a you know a proper fashion designer that's done it, but done an Albanian like a traditional costume. Yes, but like a in a but a tweak in for a music video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so and the dancing is pretty. Yeah, we did a lot of dancing. Well. It was freezing. It was a four day shoot, and it was like awesome because all the cast and crew were from. Um, Bulgaria where we filmed and we just used all the locals and we just made an amazing moment out of it and everyone was so so happy to be there and I just felt like whoa and I've never been there they've got amazing architecture and it was cool to just stay in Eastern Europe because me and Eamon Beck who are both Eastern European wanted us to just that was like our connection so mm. we chose Bulgaria because it's sort of like in the middle and Albania I didn't realise until I read Wikipedia which is always correct that you are an honorary <laughs> ambassador always correct are yeah. you an honorary ambassador that is the so truth that's right. though. Everyone here knows. but that is the truth yeah I so am like an honorary ambassador to, of Kosovo to, to represent that history that area your culture kind of my duty now is it I think so I like it I like being the ambassador of Kosovo yeah your majesty hello you how you do it feels good it feels like it's been a long time you know I've been doing this now for about 10 years and I just it's nice to get the, those moments where you're like, wow, my, my, my home like loves it. So that's good. That makes things mm. worth it. And I guess, and not that you're old, I'm like t- 
294 and I'm turning 280. No, I'm turning 301 in, right, in, right. A, in a week. Okay, right. Gay years. Yeah. Um, so you're very young at 30. But I feel like as you get older to, 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 to represent that culture and your heritage and the different bits of who you are. Yeah. Becomes more sacred. Yeah. Definitely. Because you start realising that that's that's what you that's what you've got left you know when you get a little older you start realizing things that like this is who you are like you said mm. but they start to be mean way more mm. and then you get on with life and you're like well i've got this and at least i my, my peoples love me and you know it's all these amazing feelings that you're doing for like the community basically but there's bits of you that uh london there's bits of you that are yeah. albanian well. there's bits of you that are now australian you're living here yeah, now, i know you know so um, that's Beautiful. the beauty of the world, right? I do love it here so much. How, did, how does it feel to be home in Sydney in Australia for a period? Because Good. the world stopped for a while and mm. you're not travelling as much, but to be here and to be able to find your local cafe... It's, it's such a blessing. I think it's just made everyone super grateful. It's definitely um, humbled me beyond belief to know that, you know, these things, you can't take these things for granted, you know. Mm. And I love the fact that I can be here and experience these moments and do a massive show that I've just loved doing and, and I'm just really like happy that I can come work here. The weather's still warm enough that you can go for a swim. And, and I can go for a swim <laughs> and sit in the sea. I mean, the sea, it's like, I have, there's no sea where I'm, where, like to be able to have sea water, it's like yeah. salt water, I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Um, you met with Jess and Guy and Keith. Had you met any of the three of them before? Just Keith at the Arias of two years ago. Right. Um, so nice. Always so sweet. And now I'm like sitting next to him every day, like 16 hours a day. And we have the best time. We all are having the best time. It's so fun. Well, as, as a show, the, in essence, it is about the voice. It's mm -hmm. about hearing and connecting with that. Yeah, we had our first filming day and it was extraordinary i mean the talent that's in australia i mean i didn't doubt it for a second but i mean to hear it in human i'm like whoa <laughs> there's so many great singers over here and it's all so mixed male female i mean you name it they were they have it all what are you looking for on the show as a talent what what do you think will break through what i really want is to find the next pop star mm. I love pop music. It's my, I mean, what is pop music nowadays? It's popular. It's what it is. But I'm looking for the big voices, the, the, the girls with sass. Um, but then, again, I might hear something that's completely not what I'm looking for and be like, why not challenge myself? Let's go for it. Mm. Hopefully they'll want to go with me. <laughs> News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Have you done some research on your other coaches? A lot. Brushed up on what Jessica's sung before? And no, no, yeah, I, I've, I've heard a few things of, of Jess's and, and I remember she did this really beautiful musical. Um, Brand New Day or she did the Sapphires that's movie. It. Incredible movie. Yeah, and I learned so much. Maybe you guys should do a collaboration together. You know we're all going to be saying that. For, I know, I know. But I don't think that's a bad idea. I think that's a great idea. She can sing her buttocks off. She's a good egg. Yeah, so I think she was really lovely and nice. It's nice to have a 
someone that's really warm as well on the show, another female that feels really warm. She's an Indigenous Australian. You'll be able to learn a lot from her yeah, about she was Indigenous teaching me. heritage. And then she, was, she, she, she let me a sapphire song, actually, one from their heritage. The, Did she? Well, she, she didn't teach it to me. I just she, sang it to me, and I was like, what language is that? And then she kind of went into the whole it's amazing. explanation. It's nice to, to learn. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've done that. Keith, I've obviously learned and listened to him a lot. Seb, I love him. Some there's a guy called Seb that's on the musical team. Yeah, he was telling me loads more info about Guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I never knew Guy had them pipes. That's he's like really good. I mean, he runs like this. His runs are amazing. It's like he's a crazy soul gospel singer. Um, making yourself at home in Sydney. I'm going to wrap up in a second, but. Okay. Mardi Gras in a few days' time. You can wait. see the rainbow flags are popping up I'm all a, I'm over. I'm so town. excited, aren't you guys? Are you guys going to come? We're marching. Yeah, oh my we're going to be marching with the IOK Day float. You so should come and see me then. Yeah, we will. We will. So it's going to. Maybe we can hang out. Yeah, and stuff Mardi there. Gras like it, it's an it's a celebration. Last year it was just before. Yeah. COVID hit and then now it kind of feels like and there's places in the world that it's really shit but it feels like we're coming out of it and Sydney's a yeah. place to be yeah. so it, it, I, I can imagine for you it's going to be a celebration of love equality hope performing. future performing <laughs> literally performing yeah it's going to be my first uh, show in a long time when was the last time you did a show last year sometime La- I don't even Somewhere. remember do you know that I don't even remember yeah. This is going to be a moment. I might actually have a little cry because I miss performing so much. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm so happy to be on stage. Um, but genuinely, like, I've been looking forward to being here for so, to come here. We've booked this trip for so long and for months I've been, like, waiting for this. So I'm happy I'm finally in Australia, honestly. Fuck yeah. I'm really looking forward to staying here. I don't think I'm ever going to leave. Well, you don't have to. (laughs) If you enjoyed the podcast, let me know with a review, preferably five stars, and please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcast fix. See you soon. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimax Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.